Well, the National Union, National Union of Metal Workers of South Africa, NUMSA, says bus operator Patco. They're mistreating suspended workers. Now, this is more than 120 employees, mostly bus drivers, were suspended for participating in an illegal strike in 2022. The suspended employees have been um, attended, or rather their disciplinary hearings, uh, they, they've attended their disciplinary hearings on a regular basis at Patco Soweto Depot. Pakamile uh, Khlubi Majola uh, is a spokesperson for NUMSA. Let's get, uh, you know, what that side of the story, that what's the, the treatment of these 120 employees and what's the way uh, forward. Uh, good evening to you, uh, Pakamile. Good evening and good evening to listeners. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for joining us. Tell us, when were these employees suspended? I believe it was, what, in 2022, roundabout there. Are they still being paid besides their suspensions? And and what's the way forward for them? And when are they going to be relieved of their suspensions? So um, the genesis or the start of where this uh, dispute between ourselves and PADCO began is that in September of 2022, workers at Padco went on an unprotected strike, which means that the strike was uh, did not follow the, you know, there's a process before you can go on a strike. You have to go through a dispute process with the CCMA. You have to be given a strike certificate. Then your strike is protected, which means an employer cannot dismiss you for not being at work. So those members did not go through that process. They just, you know, withdrew their labor and did so arbitrarily and without notice. And so therefore it's an unprotected strike. Mm -hmm. And because they, and, and the reason they went on that strike in September of 2022 is because in the year of COVID in 2020, when NUMSA had signed an agreement in the bus passenger sector for a 6% increase, PADCO applied for an exemption to say they couldn't afford the 6% increase. It was later found from the exemptions committee that even though they had applied for an exemption from in, from from implementing the 6% increase, the exemptions committee rejected their application and they did so twice on the basis that when they studied PADCO's financials, they could see that PADCO could afford the increases, so much so that they had paid themselves 600 million, they'd paid one of the shareholders 600 million rand, um, and yet refused to pay the increase which would have only cost them 38 million rand. So PADCO's refusal to implement the increase, even though the exemptions committee had demonstrated that they could afford to pay, is what sparked that unprotected strike that took place in 2022. And PADCO was actually threatening to to fire a thousand workers. And then what basically happened is that we negotiated for most of them to be reinstated, the exception being about 120. Right now, that 120 have been undergoing a disciplinary process, which started in November 2022 and is ongoing up until now. And why this process has taken so long is precisely because you are trying to discipline over a hundred workers. And when you're trying to discipline over a hundred workers, every single worker has the right to due process, which means they have the right to call witnesses. They have the right to present evidence. Now you can imagine if every single one of those workers has witnesses and has evidence and there must be testimony and there must be cross-examination, that that process will not take six months. And so this is why we find ourselves where we are today, where this process is, has taken almost two years. And in that process, PADCO has been treating workers very, very badly. And this, these particular suspended workers very badly. 
And this is why we are currently in a dispute with them and threatening to take them to the Labour Court over their unfair treatment of these workers while they're under suspension. Bakumile, let's talk about the treatment that uh, they are meeting out to, you know, these workers and, uh, you know, they, the, the, the fact that, uh, you know, many of them, not, not just one, but, but quite a few of them have seemed to have um, unanimously complained that, that Patco is treating them or ill-treating and mistreating them. I mean, what are some of the examples that have come to your attention that these individuals are being mistreated? So some of the examples we have from members um, is that, um, yes, let me also answer your previous question. You asked whether they are on paid suspension. They are on paid suspension because that is the settlement agreement that we signed uh, in September when we negotiated for these workers to stop the strike. So Patco pays them a salary while they're on suspension. However, one of the things that workers are complaining about is that um, while on suspension, the standard procedure is that when you're on suspension, you only attend the disciplinary hearings uh, when you are required. Otherwise, you sit at home. What Patco has done is they have said workers must report to the warehouse, which is a depot uh, uh, at, at the workplace every single day for every day of their suspension. And what they do there is they just sit. They just sit. Mm. Maybe they're on their phones. Maybe they are sitting on the ground. They're just sitting. In that space where they are allocated, where they're sitting, they're not allowed to, to have access to decent toilets. They're not allowed to have access to decent water because Patco does not want them to interact with other workers in the workplace. So as a result, they provide them with portable toilets and they provide them with Georgia tanks. The complaints our members have raised is that the portable, that the Georgia tank water is dirty. It is unsanitary, but they are prevented from accessing clean water facilities because Patco doesn't want them to interact with other workers. The other complaint they've made is that prior to to Patco providing portable toilets, Patco at some point provided bucket toilets and then we complained. So basically, it's like they're dehumanizing them in that space which they've allocated to them. At the same time, Patco, um, if you are sick, let's say you don't show up to the depot, maybe because you're sick, which has been the case for some of these workers. There was actually a worker who was hospitalized because he was a gunshot victim after he was a victim of crime. Patco refused to pay his salary, claiming they didn't know where he was, even though they knew he was in hospital. There was another woman who collapsed at the CCMA hearing. Patco officials were there when she collapsed. The hearing actually had to be postponed. She was taken away in an ambulance. Patco refused to pay her salary, saying they didn't know where she was. There was another worker who injured himself at that depot. He stepped in a rusty grate, and unfortunately, his foot was seriously cut. Patco took him to the hospital. To date, they don't want to pay him a salary for the fact that he was in hospital claiming they don't know where he was. On top of that, about 15 workers have been unfairly dismissed in the process uh, on the on the false claim that they took uh, sick leave and Patco was not aware of where they were. Th- these are some of the examples of what we say is unfair treatment, which Patco is uh, you know, imposing on these workers as a punishment for the fact that they were brave enough to expose and fight back against the greedy management that didn't want to pay them increases, which they had worked for. Mm. 
But Camille, you know, of course, you raise an important point. I mean, why are they being made to come on Patco's premises to begin with? I mean, it's it's a national, it's an understood fact that if you are suspended, you stay at home. It's in the interest of uh, of the employer and the employee, for that matter, that you are not on the premises. Uh, suspensions are part of an investigation, and you you can't expect uh, a suspended worker not to interact with you know workers or other workers or, or staff members. Mm. Hence, have they given a reason? Has Patco afforded a reason why that why we want them on the premises to begin with? Patco um, says that the, they want them on the premises because they believe that some of them have secured jobs, that they found work somewhere else. They're sort of moonlighting while they're on suspension. But if that's the case, why don't they go after those workers that are moonlighting? Why must all 120 workers suffer collective punishment? You understand what I'm saying? That's what makes this unfair. Secondly, um, what what is uh, deeply disturbing to us is that, okay, fine, this, this arbitration, this disciplinary hearing, we can admit that the hearing has obviously taken long because these, the, the disciplinary process started in November of 2022. But right at the beginning of this, and this is some of the complaints that Patco is making, they're saying this process is taking too long, workers are taking advantage, it's costing us money, um, you know, so we want them at the workplace basically so that they can keep an eye on them. It's almost like they're behaving like a jailer in a prison. And um, one of the demands they have made is that if we don't wrap up our case in defending these workers by the 5th of April, they will stop paying them their salaries. Now, we have a real problem with that because right at the beginning of this disciplinary process, we offered to Paco, we said there are a lot of workers that need to go through these hearings. We suggest that you we group them according to the charges they're facing and and uh, and basically have the hearings. So in other words, if there's 10 of them that are charged for particular misconduct on a particular day, then those 10, you know, you allocate days, you deal with that case, and then you, you know what I mean? You do it systematically like that. We felt if we do it like this, it'll be faster. Patco refused that offer. Now they see that their, 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 uh, um, their proposal, which they demanded, which we implemented, is not working. It is taking longer. And now they want to punish workers. And they're demanding that we must not defend workers. We must basically reduce the number of witnesses, reduce the evidence that we want to present in order to ensure that um, this case is concluded by 5th of April. And that's not something we can do because you're, they're basically uh, asking us to sabotage this case to make it easier for these workers to be dismissed. That's actually would be the end result of us doing that. So we think that workers are human beings and Patco needs to recognize they're human beings. In terms of the law, they have the right to due process. If this process takes long, well, we're not the ones who suspended them in the first place. Okay. It was a greedy management that suspended them to cover up for the lies it told workers when it claimed it couldn't afford to pay their increase. So if it costs them money, well, tough, tough luck. Because they also have the option. They don't have, they have two options. They could either place them on suspension or they could return to work. Those are the options that are available. And Patco doesn't want that option. So we feel that workers should be allowed the right in terms of the law to due process, which means that they must be defended properly. And at the same time, we are demanding that they must be paid their salaries in full until this process is concluded. And we are demanding that 
that you know the, the the common practice that we all know, which is that if you're suspended, you sit at home. That is what mm. we're demanding for these workers. Finally, um, is there a possibility of a nationwide bus strike being called? to force Patco's hand. I mean, currently at this point in time, I know negotiations are strained, but they're still technically underway. Is there possibly a call that, you know, what Patco's hand needs to be forced? So on the issue of how Patco is treating these workers, we have uh, um, basically sent Patco a letter of demand from our attorneys to say that if they don't meet the demands that I just outlined to you and uh, in writing, if they don't give a commitment to meet our demands in writing, excuse me, by the end of this week, we will have no choice but to approach the Labour Court on an urgent basis in order mm. to enforce the rights that our members deserve in, in terms of this situation. What I can tell you is that there is a looming nationwide bus strike, but it would not be because of PADCO. It will be because we are in the middle of uh, bus passenger talks and we have deadlocked. And the demands that we have made um, have not been met and right now uh, we have deadlocked, we are waiting for conciliation through the CCMA um, but in all likelihood if we don't meet each other then there will be a nationwide bus strike at the end of March over the demands workers are, have, are making in the bus passenger sector Pakamile Khlubi Majola, thank you so much for joining us uh, and this is of course on behalf of NUMSA. Uh, thank you for your time and for giving us insights into the latest coming out of these uh, strike uh, well, negotiations or discussions and thank you again Pakamile. Thank you.